Welcome to the All of Life podcast from Redemption Church Tempe, where we have conversations on faith, culture, theology, and beyond to help us live all of life, all for Jesus. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the All of Life podcast. Uh, we are just going to dive into a rerun right now. Here's the deal. We're in this season of worship and wonder, and we've recorded some good stuff in the past. So we're going to re-record it so that folks on the team, I've told folks on the team, hey, let's not rush too much this summer and let them get some good rhythms of rest and encountering God and those sorts of things. So this podcast you're about to listen to, not new in the slightest, but relevant for our season of worship and wonder and also allowing us to experience it as well. So listen in to whatever this podcast is, because I don't know it at the time I'm recording it, uh, because this bumper is going to be on a number of them. Uh, appreciate you guys. Hope that you're making space for God and for enjoying the gifts of his creation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All of Life podcast. My name is Warren Williams, and it's good to be back here doing this podcast again with some great folks. So I'm going to go around the table, introduce uh, who, who we have on our episode today. And we're going to talk about, today we're going to be talking about music and sound. And we're going to get into a lot of just interesting discussions about like, man, how we are um, shaped just to, to receive music, what music does to us, what sound does to us, um, how it's just one of those really good gifts of creation. And for me, one that's very near to my heart. So before I do that, um, across from me, I have Brandon Bellerson, pastor of worship arts here at Redemption Tempe, and it's his first time on the podcast. Brandon, do you want to give us a introduction? You want us to let us? You want to let us know anything about you before yeah. we judge you yeah. on your bad music taste? Oh, on my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. No, I'm I'm stoked to be here, man. I yeah. mean, I'm I am brand new to Redemption Tempe staff and been on staff for two months, uh, but couldn't be more excited to be on staff be at our church, yes. uh, just a member of our community. And uh, it. I was just telling Melissa as we were catching or talking and yeah. telling her a little bit about my story before the podcast, but uh, it's so clear even in this past two months that God led us to redemption. So mm. me and my wife, Amelia, are just so stoked to be here. And then I'm stoked to be with y'all uh, today talking about music. So All right, yeah. man. Yeah. Huge blessing to have Brandon and your fam- Brandon, to have you, your family here at our church, man. Excited to get into this. All right, next to Brandon, to his right, we have Melissa Stone. Yeah. I think we need to start having like effects on this podcast. Like, <laughs> this is a good yeah. applause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa, is this your first time on the podcast? It or is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Melissa, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do here at Redemption Tempe? Yeah, so I'm the special needs coordinator. I worked with all the families here that are affected by disability and um, help make sure that we open up avenues for them to be able to attend. Um, if that's hard for them and if there's barriers that we just need to, yeah, work through and figure out for them. So Absolutely. Um, I see a lot of myself as like an accommodations coordinator, like what you, what they this family needs and what bridge they need built, I get after it. So, mm. Melissa, um, you help us to love a lot of the people that we may overlook in a lot of cases, right? And when I say we, I specifically mean me. <laughs> um, you know, when I'm loud and screaming and yelling and you're saying, hey, there are people here who are more sensitive to sound, be mindful of that. And um, it really uh, shows the heart of God. So mm-hmm. re- really appreciate having you on the podcast today. I'm really interested to hear your perspective as we talk about sound and music. All right. Um, and then lastly, to my right, man, we got the man in the building. We got Mr. Jordan Unterberger, our yeah. production, uh, uh, 
lead pastor of production. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll need to edit that out. No, I'm just joking. He is the director of production and technology at Redemption. He probably takes us from, I don't know, maybe sounding like a karaoke machine to actually sound like we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jordan, I know you've been on the podcast before, but good, dude, it's good to have you back Good with to us. be back. Yeah. All right. Like I said, in just in, a, in our intro today, we're going to be talking about the good gift of music and sound and just like how we, um, as our, in the way that we are created, the way that God designed us, we are designed to respond to sound. Sound moves us. It does something to us. Um, and so to get us started just in this discussion and even within the broader conversation that we've been doing, uh, the, the themes of these podcasts have been like worship and wonder. And that's been our theme for the summer. And one way to really worship and wonder, one thing that's helped me a ton as I worship and wonder is having a good soundtrack. Right. It's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. having for me. Actually, I don't want to reveal that because that's we'll get into like some of our favorite songs. But anyway, I love some <laughs> good jazz music. I love some good lo-fis. I'm taking a walk on the beach or I'm reading my Bible or um, just kind of doing the things that bring me rest. Mm-hmm. I need a soundtrack in the background because like music sets the tone. Sound sets a mood. Yep. And so um, just to get us started, so, started off today, Brandon, with you uh, being the newest member of this. Well, actually, you and Melissa. Well, anyway, um, Brandon, <laughs> yeah. you get us started off with like when we talk about sound, what was a time personally? And I'd love for us to go around the table and talk about this. What was a time, a time that you were moved deeply, profoundly by, by sound? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, my first thing that I wrote for this uh, question was pick a Sunday, mm. <laughs> which, yeah. which is cool because even uh, in the last two months, there have been some incredible, even this past uh, this past weekend, uh, there have been some incredible times where, like times of worship, just congregationally, yes. where it has been completely tangible that the manifest presence of God is in the room mm, with us, absolutely. right? And so cool. But uh you know, I didn't want to pick the Jesus Juke cheater answer. Uh, so I wrote one of the most memorable uh, concert experiences that I've ever had, uh, which was the 30th anniversary of uh, the album Joshua Tree by U2, mm. which uh, I, I love U2, but I'm not like the craziest big U2 fan. So it wasn't like this dream of mine to attend. Uh, but with how influential they've been in the realm of worship music, mm-hmm. uh, and even uh, you know, I've I've listened to conversations with Bono and Eugene Peterson, the lead singer wow. of U2, mm-hmm. uh, Bono. Uh, which side note, it's really funny. Eugene Peterson doesn't even know who Bono is, so it's super funny. But them talking about the Psalms, mm. uh, so I know that he's a Christian, and I know that a lot of their songs are influenced by uh, the way of Jesus, right? But there's something about being in Cardinal Stadium with like a hundred thousand people. And their set was so big, actually, uh, so big, so elaborate, so amazing looking that they had to have two separate stage sets because it took like up to two days to even set up. So while they were performing one night, uh, they were they were already had their next set with another crew setting up for the next night. Wow. Uh, But uh, it was honestly one of the most. like transcendent experiences I've ever had, uh, you know, apart from maybe a lot of different times of worship because Bono was doing a lot of gospel preaching uh, that night, even talking about Jesus uh, in a context, right, where a lot of people were there to just listen to YouTube because it was good music. Uh, But they care about justice and they care about a lot of these really biblical principles. And it was so crazy to see that married with just a group of a hundred thousand people, mm. you know, singing where the streets have no name. And just the sound was incredible. Obviously just the, the three piece instrument with Bono singing, like the amount of space that they're able to fill sonically. 
Uh, but just there's something incredible about us coming together, and we're going to talk about it later, but just all of us singing words Absolutely. and aligning each other's hearts, you know, around mm. one message, which when that <clears throat> message is Jesus, right? right? That's like the bread and butter Absolutely. of what music is made for. But yeah, my long-winded answer to say U2's 30th anniversary of Joshua Tree. Is that, mm. is that the album they forced on our iPhones? Or is it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, no, knock to you. No one, that. no one consented to that, bro. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Wow. That's great, man. Great. That's um, a good throwback. Uh, Melissa, what about you? What tell us about sound? What has been an experience you've had with sound or music that has moved you deeply? Yeah, I think of. I am not a huge music lover. Mm. I mean, I love music, but I I'm not that person who has like encyclopedic knowledge of people. I like listen yes. to something. I'm like, yes, I feel it. Um, but I'm not like memorizing the, like, this is who sang it. So, um, so yeah. So when I think of sound, um, and the time that I've been moved the most by sound was probably when I heard the first cry of each of my kids. Mm. So I've got four kids and I think it became even more special when that, that moment wasn't of certain. It was like, is this, um, like where are we gonna hear their cry? Mm. And so when that when that cry let out, it was just this like sound signified life. Mm. So that so was good. so that was of course like such a moving a moving moment to to know that sound can do that and just like relax your system and like oh oh my gosh yes like hearing mm. a cry the release of that tension right in the yeah room of, like, uh, yeah the baby's cry the sound of like celebration right for you guys yeah yeah when you were uncertain man that's beautiful but then there's also too i'm also the parent that is like now when i hear a baby cry it's like i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's that balance you can just see our faces you would know (laughs) our response to the cries that we have to hear as parents (laughs) so cries are amazing and cries can be hard too absolutely absolutely that's so good jordan what about you man man so kind of like Brandon, dude, I, when I saw this question, I was like, man, I really don't want to like just give the Jesus Duke answer and say like, oh, what are these Sundays? But this past Sunday, Whoa. dude, something special was happening in the room. And yeah. like, I think there was this tension of like that I always feel when I'm not on the soundboard of like, oh, I would have done this. Or I would have done that. Right. And I didn't have that moment at the last set. And there was uh, we we're coming out of uh, what was the second mm-hmm. song that we did? Oh, Fresh uh, Wind. Fresh we're wind. coming yeah, out of Fresh yeah. Wind, going into What a Beautiful Name mm-hmm. at the 11 a.m. Larissa was saying something, and all you hear is the keys, and all of a sudden the title comes on, and there was a group of people in front of me that just started clapping and mm-hmm. yelling mm-hmm. and started singing out. And there was a point where I could hear the congregation yeah. over you and Larissa singing, Brandon. <laughs> Come on. And I was like starting to tear Who's up. Who's leading who? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Like, dude, the Holy Spirit was leading. Hey, yes. come yes. on. Come on. So, I think we could just end this episode hey. right here. I mean, that's, hey. that's, that's, that's a good drop. ending. Dude, it was just one <laughs> of those moments that like, Absolutely. yeah, I've never experienced before. So That's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I think about a time, um, so my parents used to drag me, all sorts of stuff. It was good stuff. But remember one time they dragged me to um, Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem, New York. Um, and it's just like this historical black church. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a choir singing. And I'm going to sing it, but it's not going to be good. It's <laughs> not going to be just the choir, but I'll never forget it. The choir, they were like, uh, I think it's, this is a verse out of Romans. They were like, no, not one. No. Not one. <laughs> and it was like so beautiful. Like I, I don't remember anything. I was like, there's a lot. Of, there's not a, a ton mm. of things I remember from my childhood, but I remember sitting in that church and mm. hearing that choir 
and hearing all the voices come together. And I was like, wow, this is truly a spiritual moment. Like Mm -hmm. this is, my spirit is so moved just to, to see the combination of these voices come together and melt together to make this beautiful sound. And so I've been trying to recreate that, but God hasn't given me those gifts. So, all right. So um, when it comes, so, so that was great, guys. So when, when we think about sound, right, I think there's this, you know, we've, we've grown up accustomed to hearing music. We heard it on the radios in our childhood, and now it's on our phones. And, you know, we're surrounded by sound. And maybe we can go through our days sometimes not even recognizing, like, the gift that sound is and maybe taking music and just the good work the musicians and artists do and kind of taking them for granted, um, and so, Jordan, as a sound engineer, I think there's an element of sound with uh, that that you have uh, a perspective into sound that you have that most of us probably don't have. Maybe Brandon's the, the closest, but I definitely don't have. Any. I'll probably speak from Melissa since she said she doesn't really listen to music. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but you have a unique perspective into sound. Like, what are some of the things maybe that we don't know about sound, sound waves, music that like maybe. Maybe, like, what are the ways that it's done that speaks to, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I kind of want to get at, like, your expertise in crafting the sound that's, like, satisfying for people mm. to hear. Like, mm. what goes into that? What, is, what, what, what are some of the things that we, would, we wouldn't know? Man. Um, like, frequencies and. Well, when I was, yeah, when I was looking at this question, the first yeah. thing that kind of came to my mind was, and I think this is a quote from Josh, I'll have to ask him later, yeah. but talking about how, I think he once said, like he looked into some research and realizing that uh, all matter is music mm. because atoms mm. vibrate and move, mm-hmm. they yes. give off certain frequencies or whatever, and mm-hmm. that's all that music is, is frequencies that vibrate at, or uh, sound waves sound that waves vibrate that at vibrate. different frequencies, yes. some that you can't hear but you feel, right. some that you can't even, or some that you know you can't hear but right. it's still there, your mm-hmm. ear, your eardrum will yeah. still pick it up. Don't see it. Um, yeah. And I just think of like, when I think of the world, like our world's permeated by sound, mm-hmm. right? It's the one thing I've actually been fascinated with recently right. is silence. Um, the idea that like none of us have ever experienced true silence before. And Mm. in fact, we have to create these special rooms that Mm. isolate all the sound from the outside world. And it's actually unsatisfying to be in because we're so used to the, the hum of electricity or all these things that Mm -hmm. you feel but can't hear. Um, like what does it really feel like? What does it really sound like? Feel like, uh, how unsettling is it to be in total silence? Um, and even thinking in my own life, like, you know, I actually will introduce more sounds into my life. I'm actually really uncomfortable with silence because, you know, I, I, I got into this bad habit before I got married of like, I would need music to fall asleep to because yes. like having nothing on in the room was just unsettling. Yes. I, I don't know why that was. Um, yeah. So no, dude, that, those are nuggets of gold right there, man. Mm-hmm. That, that's really good. Um, so, uh, Melissa, what about you? Like, what are some of the things about sound? Um, that maybe you you think we overlook or maybe take for granted. Yeah, I think similar to what Jordan was saying, that that sound makes you feel something. It's like a a frequency, it's a vibration. And some people are way more sensitive to those Mm. vibrations than others. You know, we all have a different um, internal cadence that that feels those rhythms in life. And so I think that, um, like, when I think of sound, I think of some ways maybe that sound can be threatening actually mm-hmm. um so we you know when when we're looking to accommodate people it's like okay the, is the buzz of the lights too mm-hmm. much 
Mm-hmm. Is the sound decibels, are they too high? Mm. Are, um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also, too, how sound um, can invoke something in your body because you feel it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so really, like when someone, um, someone who maybe doesn't have that ability to hear sound, um, that they can feel the b- vibration of it mm. um, and still engage in in music because they feel it. Absolutely. So, um, and then I also too, I think of how sound really can affect our memory. Yeah. Um, you know, we have favorite favorite moments of sound, favorite songs, but it's cool to to hear about. Um, I, it makes me think of people who've lived with dementia mm. or Alzheimer's. Mm. And so when they um, hear a familiar song, yes. hear yep. a sound. Have you ever seen that yep. video of the, oh. the lady who had dementia and she hears a song, I think from her youth right? or something. Maybe she was a ballet dancer or something. Yeah. And she starts doing the yeah. move. Oh, yeah. my yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Wow. So what sound can do to right. our, like bring yes. back and really ground us. Man. In moments, so realizing how important it is to engage in sound in such a way that's like we really can see how we've engaged in sound now, mm-hmm. and then if we live long enough, Lord willing, like we'll all be in that position where we may lose some of those facilities right. that we have. Mm-hmm. Right. So have we been grounded in our days now Ooh. in in what we engage in in sound to bring us back? Another mic drop moment. That's good. Come on. Um, That's (laughs) that's so good. Uh, Brandon, I guess you and I, um, we are both musicians in different respects, right? Um, I've, I didn't reveal this at the beginning of the episode, but you know, if you, if you're listening to this and you actually are familiar with just a life of Tempe and my own story, um, I've been in music, done music for all my life, produced like 10 albums. Um, (laughs) no big deal, (laughs) no big deal, no big deal. But, um, yeah, Brandon, I'm just, Curious to hear, and I'd love to chime into just some, uh, your relationship to music and sound as an artist. Like, what are, what are some of those things that we take for granted? Um, maybe yeah. for the non-artists in the room, like, what what are some of those things? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm even just to piggyback yeah. a little sure. bit on what Melissa just said, which you know, nothing needed to add. No, yeah. But uh, I was reading about living in our baptism this morning mm. uh, in a book about worship, uh, and there are certain songs for me. Uh, what you know, it's almost like when you go to a wedding, uh, you look at the couple being married and then you look to your left and your wife's there and you're like, remember, remember Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Mm -hmm. and for me, uh, you know, or, or with baptism, one of the purposes of baptism obviously is to set us apart. Right. Uh, but baptism is something that we are designed to return to uh, in our frame of mind remember to remember yeah. our baptismal mm-hmm. identity mm-hmm. Uh, in Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a reflection of our death to sin and right. raised to life with Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, it's a reflection of so much uh, when it comes to our faith. And what I love about certain songs is it takes me back. Yes. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are certain mm-hmm. worship songs that remind me of a time when, you know, something about Jesus was just revealed to me, right. uh, you know, and that song for, for whatever reason, that song, you know, is reflective of that season. I mean, or there's, you know, the wedding song that my wife and I dance to mm. like every time I hear that song, I'm reminded about how much I love my wife and, you know, a band that we kind of discovered together and that band grew throughout our relationship, you know what yeah. I mean? So things like that. But uh, as an artist, one of the things that I wrote down kind of shifting gears is one of the things that we take for granted uh, as Christians, 
uh, is good art. Yeah. Mm. And uh, a lot of the time, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we give things free passes uh, because it has the label Christian. Oh, yeah. Uh, and to be honest, there's a lot of Christian art out there uh, that was made uh, through the means of uh, being formulaic instead of authentic. Come on. To sell, Come on. To sell records. Uh, yeah. To, you know. You want to name some of those? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Which, you know, I, I think wherever, wherever we're at, uh, you know, in the American sphere, we can kind of all get sucked into, you know, just absolutely. the grind and the capitalism mindset yeah, of just yeah, like, absolutely. oh, we need to sell. Produce, we need to produce, be bigger. Produce, produce. Yeah, yeah, produce. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you are what you make. Uh, mm-hmm. And what I really love is... Uh, you know, artists who are Christians that just make good music, oh, man, mm-hmm. you know, and they yeah. don't, uh, you know, in cheesy lyrics, that's a part of pop music, you know, but like the beauty of like being a Christian and also being an artist is that, you know, I think this was Martin Luther that might've said this, like a Christian shoemaker is not, you know, the man that puts, or the man or the woman that puts uh, Bible verses in every sole of every right. shoe. Uh, it's the shoemaker that makes the highest, the quality, highest quality shoes shoe. possible. Yeah, absolutely. So as a Christian artist, as a songwriter or yeah. as a theologian or whatever vocation that you have, uh, you know, you're to do that as of doing for the Lord, Absolutely. you know, Colossians, like yeah. that, that is what we're supposed to do. So we don't get a free pass. Right. And I just think, you know, the church has been kind of pushed to the margins in a lot of ways, as far as uh, our influence uh, with art. And I think back to a time where, you know, Michelangelo did the Sistine Chapel mm. and Leonardo da Vinci, you know, mm-hmm. and all these different super influential pieces of art. Yep. Like what if there were a bunch of Christians out there that cared about their vocation in the realm of arts and was able to have like tremendous cultural influence because of the quality of art that they would make. Mm. So good, man. Um, dude, there's so much there to unpack, but just even kind of piggybacking off of you as an artist. Um, one of the things that I think about whenever I hear a song um, and a good song, mostly, right? When I think of a bad song, I just want to reject it out of my memory. <laughs> so I'm not grounded in it. Like Melissa was talking about, but like good songs, you know, as an artist, one of the things I think about is like all the time that goes into creating. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's, there's, it's not, I think it's sometimes as like an artist, it's the closest that I've ever felt to like, creating from nothing, like ex nihilo, mm-hmm. but not really from nothing because yeah. there's, so the, the things are all there for me. But like taking the ingredients, cultivating like mm-hmm. different sounds, different ways to use your voice to produce this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's amazing to see. Um, and um, yeah, I think I think for, even when I hear a song in like a commercial, I'm like, wow, somebody spent like hours putting mm-hmm. that together and yeah. mixing it yep. and trying to probably playing over the, the the notes to get it just right and it's just that all the things that go on behind the scene and um one of one of my favorite things to do when i was you know kind of making music at a high clip was just be in the studio right mm. being in the studio with all sorts of people and getting all the perspectives and people hearing sounds and things that i couldn't yep. hear and just mm-hmm. seeing that come together it's yep. just like a beautiful moment yep. um yeah, from like starting from, you know, a computer, Jordan, you know what I'm talking about. A computer uh-huh. with just maybe the beat or something yep. like that. And then, you know, by two hours later, you have a whole song yep. and it's like elements mm-hmm. coming out. And you're like, wow, man, yeah. I, I can't believe how this came together. It's truly like a 
a special moment whenever you experience that, whenever I've experienced that. So and just think of the God who created all the different sounds exactly. of this world, right? Like mm-hmm. the the roll of uh, of a tide coming up on right. the beach, right? All the like waves crashing. You hear this like high end, this low end yes. rumble that you feel like. Yeah. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. even um, <laughs> something I've gotten kind of into recently was bird watching. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. Revealing, that was revealing. a good transition. <laughs> no, I'm going somewhere here, guys. I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. Uh, and the guy, Andy Carrillo, who's one of the uh, elders at our church, man, he's a bird watcher. And I've, I've gone running with him and he's just kind of mm-hmm. um, gotten me interested in it. And like just hearing the different sounds that mm-hmm. birds make. And he's like, okay, that's a, a starling. Okay, that's this. And it's like, wow, man, like it, it's so cool. Just even within embedded in creation are all these sounds. And it, a lot of times in music and stuff, we're just trying to like recreate those sounds that we're hearing in creation. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so, great. Um, all right, so we're, we've, we've, we've kind of been talking about music, and, you know, music is an imp- important aspect or a lot of the ways that we receive sound. Um, and so just I would be curious to hear, let's go around the table and let's talk about, like, what are your favorite pieces of music? Um, what are some of your favorite? All right, what are, yeah, let's, let's, actually, let's just do that. Favorite album or favorite song? What do you got, Jordan. Dang, if I'm going first. Yeah, right, 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 let's right. go. Come on. My, my favorite album of all time that I think is the greatest album of all time. Is Justin, is Backstreet Boys Millennium, right? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you too? <laughs> no, I actually think it's the uh, the Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, that's album, a great dude. one, man. I think mm. sonically, that's a that's that's a masterpiece. Dude, I got a bone to pick, bro. No, no, you don't. No, no you don't. Stop no, it. Come that'll on, be a dude, different podcast. Low. Come on. <laughs> I got you. Well, no, that jokes. Come on. <laughs> no, for me, I mean, dude, I could put that on, listen to it, and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's a great one, man. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's hard for me to think of anything else that's better than that. That's good. All right, Melissa, what do you got? So the last time I remember like listening to a whole album was yeah. probably when I had to go out and purchase a CD. <laughs> Whoa. I know. For, uh, I know. At CD was these discs. Yes. You know? um, so I am a child of the 90s. Mm. Um, or 90s was like the era of music that I was into. So I just, R&B is in my soul. Yeah. So I, Let's hear this. Brian McKnight was like. Yes. I'm back yeah. at one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, That's great. Yeah, my my soul was stirred um, mm. in listening to that music. But then more more recently too, and this is I'm like so behind in music trends. But more recently, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. If is it like Bon Iver? Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's the band. Justin Vernon's the artist. Oh, yeah. Bon Iver is. Yeah. yeah. So that oh, real yeah. like ethereal music. There's yeah. definitely some moments where I've had like. Uh, I can specifically remember a run in the rain where I was listening Mm. to his music, his Mm. song, Come Talk to Me. And I'm like running with my arms, like letting the rain hit my face and hearing this music. So, So, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, one of the bands I was talking about earlier that my wife and I kind of discovered and fell in love to their music is Colony House which they're like a Nashville rock and roll band. And fun fact, two of the Chapman brothers of Steve, Stephen Curtis Chapman, mm-hmm. his two sons. So if you guys know The Great Adventure, saddle up your horses. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> I think yeah, another band. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, Melissa knows. Uh, and then I think another band that I've loved forever is The Killers. And oh, their, mm-hmm. their record, Hot Fuss, is, yeah. it came out in 2004, and it could have come out yesterday. And it yeah. just the sound of it and... Like, I love Brandon Flowers, their uh, lead singer, and his solo stuff. So th- those are the ones that come to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, those are good choices. I would say for me, um, 
two artists, Stevie Wonder, John Coltrane, mm, two of my on. favorite. Uh, um, and John Coltrane's album, A Love Supreme. Oh my gosh. And I'm someone that like, I like to know the story of like how the album mm, got there. Mm-hmm. And if you just know even some of like some of the, the history around um, A Love Supreme, and I'll just quote, cause I, I was listening to it this morning and I saw John Coltrane said this, he says, um, as the time and events moved on, I entered into a phase which is contradictory to the pledge and away from the esteemed path. He's talking about just following God. Uh, but thankfully now, through the merciful hand of God, I do perceive and have been fully reinformed of his omnipotence. It is truly a love supreme. And it's wow. just like that is. Uh, That's the, a mic drop. Baby. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And that was the foundation and just the. Uh, the the emotion right there's no there's no words in John Coltrane's album but just the emotion of all the notes and how the music moves it is truly incredible mm-hmm. um, and so that is one that will uh, you know I, I play very often and um, as Stevie Wonder's songs in the key of life is another one like mm-hmm. that that's just mm-hmm. so much theology there so much theology there it's a uh, it's a uh, incredible artist um, all right so. You know, music um, is not something that, um, like, we just kind of popped up doing in us humanity. Like, even when we look at our Bibles, right? What's the biggest book of the Bible? The Psalms, right? Right in the smack dab in the middle of our Bible is this big book of songs. Um, And we see in the Psalms, too, just all the full range of emotions expressed from lament to celebration to longing to Mm -hmm. happiness. All the sorts of um, emotions that we just experience as humans. expressed in the book of Psalms. Um, and so, you know, as we think about music, right? Like, why do we, what, what, what does music, how does music like move us, right? Like what does music do? What does music do that maybe film doesn't, right? Like what is that gift of music? Um, how, how is it good for us and to us? And what does it do uniquely for us? Mm. Oh, I'm supposed to call in some money. Yeah. <laughs> Any takers? <laughs> uh, Melissa. Yeah. Would you start us off? Yeah. So um, when I think of sound moving us, I immediately think of like the role of a music therapist. Mm. So someone who's really um, engaging in the rhythm of of life and using those rhythms to expand social communication, expand movements in your body. Um, and like one example is I might be working with a kid who's struggling to put their shoes on and it's, and I start singing um, or start just with a beat of put your, or grab your shoe, grab your shoe, grab your shoe. And then as I engage in that beat and then they, it like helps awesome. motivate their body Um and helps helps relax the body enough to be engaged in a movement. Mm. So I think that there's that really you know because music and sound is is rhythm and movements that are put together in a beautiful harmonious way, right? right? Not noise, not just randomness. Yeah. Um, so I think when we engage in that har- harmony of yes. what's happening in our bodies, in the sounds that we hear. Um, it can create movement. It can. And Melissa, just kind of feeding off that. Um, one thing I was thinking about is like some of the works of like Mozart and Bach and like mm. these big composers, right? Mm. Like the people who have studied their music have looked at it and said like, oh, wow, there's like these mathematic sequences yep. going yeah. on within yeah. their music. Yes. And there's some of those things that are like, 
kind of like the embedded in the music that allow us to like receive it and be like feel the harmony of the music mm-hmm. and receive it um, in, a, in a, like a, a real satisfying way. Um, I don't know if anyone knows more about that than me, yeah. but um, I know like music does incorporate math and all other mm-hmm. other parts of it engages yeah. your left and right brain, right? Yeah, which is really cool. Like mm-hmm. I, I know, like on our worship team, for example. Like we have engineer types, you know, and we have super artsy types, you know, and I, I don't think that there is another medium that is able to incorporate both the analytical and the artistic uh, as well as music. I even wrote down like, you know, you think of sports, like a lot of people like sports and, uh, you know, not everyone who's a fan of music is a fan of sports but I would be hard pressed to think of any sports fans that didn't like music. Mm. Exactly. You know? Like music exactly. is one of the most right. universal, like shared experiences and likes of right. people, you yeah. know, which is significant. I mean, even in film, right? Mm-hmm. Like film's a different medium, but like the scores, yeah. right? They are, they are what make the movie always, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. they provide the emotion for scenes. Imagine movies, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that just weren't scored well, right? Dude, like for scary movies. Yeah. If, if I know oh, scary yeah. parts coming up, I close my ears and not my eyes because mm-hmm. the music and the, mm-hmm. like the, I call that it the tension, tension and release. Yes, right? the tension release. Yes. Oh, good that's tip. What, yes. That's what <laughs> does yeah. it. You yeah. know, that's what creates that that emotion, that build up, that, that scary moment. Right. You feel it because of the score, the music, everything, mm-hmm. all the sonics that are happening. Right. It's right. memorable too. Like like I don't know, growing up in Sunday school, what do what do I do when I try and memorize a verse? I make a song. I out make of a song out of it. I literally exactly. still remember from when I was like seven years old, uh, you know, Matthew five, uh, let your light shine before right. men, that they may see me your good works hey, and glorify your father in heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my dad literally made that up, which is funny because he doesn't have a musical bone in his mm-hmm. body. <laughs> like I got all that from my mom. Thank you, Jesus. But right. like it's crazy because even someone who's not musical is like helping, you know as a father to his son, helping me memorize a Bible yeah, verse right. and makes up some dumb song that I remember 20 something years later. You know, and, what that's, I mean? and that's not a new concept, right? Mm-hmm. You see like the people uh, of, of God as they're leaving Egypt, right? What are they doing? They're singing. singing. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. singing to be reminded of the story of how God rescued them, right? Mm-hmm. To remember the, their, their story, they turn it into a song because like you said, we remember music. We remember mm-hmm. songs. It's yeah. some of the last... Um, bits of stuff that sticks with us. Yeah, Christians you know? have always yeah. saying yeah. like, it's it's a practice as old as our faith itself, you know, which is significant. And I think that's a great segue, Brandon, to even talk about like what's the power of like congregational worship, mm-hmm. um, singing on Sunday. I think you coming mm-hmm. on coming here in Tempe, you've really helped us to 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 understand well like why it's important. And so I'd love for you to shed yeah. some light on that here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Christians, we you know we just talked about right. this, but Christians have always sing. It has always been something that we've done. Uh, And what's significant about the Psalms is that they encompass the full range of the human experience where there are Psalms of complete joy and satisfaction. Like Psalm 63, because your love is better Mm -hmm. than life, my mouth, I will praise you with Mm -hmm. my lips. You know what I mean? Uh, And then you have Psalms like Psalm 42, where it's like, God, I have nowhere else to go. Like as a deer pants for the water, you know? Um, and even for people that are marginalized or experiencing yeah. like injustice, yeah. like straight up, 
uh, some of these imprecatory and yeah. angry mm-hmm. psalms. Like some of these psalms, honestly, like feel like some of the most heretical things in the yeah, Bible, right? right? Because yeah. David crush my about, enemies, kill my enemies, <laughs> crush my, which obviously yeah. Jesus later tells us to love our enemies, <laughs> you know. But right. like that's the honesty exactly. of art and music exactly. is that mm-hmm. God is okay with us unfiltered. Because guess what? Another psalm which we talked about, you know, Psalm one thirty nine, that God knows our thoughts before we think them. He knows Mm -hmm. the words Mm -hmm. before they come out of our mouth. Uh, And there's this incredible exchange that happens in congregational worship uh, where, honestly, musical liturgy is just, we're teaching and preaching. It's just to a melody, Mm -hmm. you know? And we remember and we are formed by the theology that we sing because we remember it a little bit better because it's to a melody, right? And there's this incredible exchange that happens both vertically and horizontally where vertically— we're singing to God for who he is and what he's done. We're pleading with him to pour his spirit out. You know, We're saying that he's wonderful, he's beautiful, he's powerful, all of these different things. So that's the vertical exchange. But then there's this horizontal Horizon, yeah. exchange mm-hmm. with God's people. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm going to use my uh, C minus, C plus uh, scientific education here. Right. <laughs> but uh, first of all, we're all aligning with God's heart for us, and we are striving to bless God, mm-hmm. right, which is mm-hmm. this weird concept. But we're bowing down to him both uh, maybe literally and yes. mm. uh, just in our heart posture, uh, as well as God is aligning all of our hearts, uh, which in a world that is divided, right? Like the church is the critique to all that division to where we're going to come together on the under the umbrella of Jesus's lordship. Yes. You know, and with scientifically too, we already talked about it engages the left and the right brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's this chemical, which is the love hormone, oxytocin, which literally, like, like that's, you know, our, our love desires, some of our sexual desires, like, that chemical is released when we sing together mm. in our brains. So it's wow. given us almost this dopamine hit right. of, like, satisfaction right. in Dang. who God is and us together. And one of my favorite things is about is, is our heartbeats actually align when we sing together, Whoa. and they wow. speed up and slow Whoa. down, Yep, which explains, yep. I mean, you know, being at a U2 concert or being at church, it explains wow. that when we sing together, like, yeah. like we're not only being aligned with God's heart for us, like where we're being satisfied in Him, Jesus, right. and His kingdom, but also we're being satisfied because our hearts are literally being aligned together under God's heart. Mm-hmm. So that what an exchange, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel wow. like I just need to sit on that for a little bit. <laughs> you just want to sing together. Now. Yeah, yeah. For real. Yeah, and one, yeah. one thing that I love about <laughs> singing too and just the Psalms is that it highlights God's imminence, his closeness yeah. as like Jesus is our friend. He's our teacher. He's the person who invites us in Matthew 11 to take the easy yoke, yes. you know, but it yes. also highlights his transcendence mm. that he is the mm. sovereign Lord of all creation. Yeah. Right. That God is the creator and sustainer of all things yeah. that he is the judge. Right. So all of these traits of God, whether they're the close traits, like Jesus is my friend right. or like Jesus is Lord, you know, yes. like that highlights something that, you know, maybe only teaching could highlight, but in a different way. You know, dude, incredible. And I even wow. think like even allegorically in the Bible, you see something like sing on to Lord, a new song. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, dude, just uh, Zephaniah 317, right. like that God sings over us. Right. Dude, I even heard yeah. it. Dude, right. I heard this crazy thing from this artist, uh, Makoto Fujimura, yeah. who wrote a book all about art and faith. Yes. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he painted the picture of a notion that maybe 
quite possibly that God, as the original artist and creator, that he sang creation into existence. Yeah. And that as yeah. artists, right, that we never have to start from nothing. Yeah, yeah. We, because we're starting from a place of new creation. Like, as Christian artists, mm-hmm. we actually, like, not only do we not have an excuse to make mediocre art, we have an advantage to make better art because we are partnering in the things to come. Right. Like, mm. what? Dude, that, yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Man, um, I even think in my own faith, right, like one of the Christian artists, like one of the things that I was like, oh, wow, this is actually cool. And I know people are like, what? I'm not talking about Toby Mac. No diss to him. You know, he's probably great. But somebody's, you know, I know people love him. My wife loves him. Um, but for me, like Lecrae, right, like mm. hearing a Le- mm. Lecrae Rebel album, I remember when I first heard that, I was like, Wow. Christians can make good music. Right? <laughs> <laughs> For real, man, and honest music. Yeah, and yeah. honest oh, music. Dude, just pay it yeah. yeah. I think about like King's Kaleidoscope. Yeah. Like, yes. like some of uh like some dude, of their City stuff. Today, man. Oh, yeah. Bro, oh yeah. Great Seriously, music, man. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, that's so cool. Thank you for sharing that, Brandon. So Melissa, just can you just like fill us in on like give shed some light on maybe what are some things about sound music that the special needs community um, helps us to realize, appreciate, or from your perspective that you've seen that we may overlook? Yeah, I think um, that there's this really beautiful opportunity that a a community who um, feels music so much, um, sometimes, not all the time, but can feel that um, there's an engagement with music that looks different Mm. and unhindered at times. And so um, I think there's just this really beautiful thing that happens when um, you're feeling that same thing that they're feeling, but they're feeling like showing it and displaying it without a filter. And so I think it's there's this really cool opportunity to co-labor with that community and realize like, yeah, we all have gifts to bring to the table. Um, and there's always that we can um, nurture each other and that, that that's something that they can give to this community of like just unhindered worship like mm-hmm. you feel that like engage in that yeah. and that like what a better better space to engage in that when you're in worship or when you're in the car or when you're mm, you know yeah. like yeah. feeling um letting music move you mm-hmm. and um, Alyssa there was this moment sorry to interrupt but no, yeah. this past Sunday I was, Jordan gonna, just was talking about, about to say that there was there was a boy with special needs I, I'm not remind me his name it's her son Hudson oh, yeah <laughs> okay oh, wow. yeah so I mean you are practicing yeah. Hudson yeah. Hudson coming up at the back set and honestly I looked over and saw Hudson come up yeah and like as someone who leading on stage, I lost it. I was like, mm. I, I was not able to be on mic, and luckily, right, congregation was leading yeah, us exactly. at that point. Yeah. But I saw, I saw Hudson engage in the wow. way that he engages, yeah. and then I saw a couple people go over like to him coming up to, be, to, yeah. to like let yes. him lead, yeah. worshiping. I was like, I was wrecked. Like your son led me in worship wow. in that yeah. moment, and I was, yeah. oh my gosh, like, yeah. Oh so I think that's a beautiful thing that that you know that unhindered, unhitched when. When David talks about like dancing through the streets, yes. you know, like that we that we get to be unloosed and unhitched to engage in worship for a God who deserves it. Exactly. Mm, so. so good. All right, guys, man, this has been such a great conversation. Let's let's do one more question and we can uh, wrap up this conversation today. So um, we're in, we're exiting our worship and wonder season as a church and. I think it would be cool for us to just go around the table and maybe share like um, one piece of sound or one piece of music um, to 
help us. Like we're just because this season may be ending in our church, it continues on in our lives um, mm-hmm. in, in just different ways, maybe. But what is that one piece of music, that one sound that we should be listening to as we continue to live lives of worship and wonder? Jordan, you can start us off. All right, come back to me. Oh, back okay. To me. All right, all right. I'll go, I'll go. Oh, yeah, Melissa, you got it. here we yeah. go. Yeah. So I, um, one sound, I was literally thinking, like, what's the sound that I can create on the podcast? Mm. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Um, come on. I sang like three different times already. No. Come on. <laughs> but, um, but I think, like, getting, I think we're completely unaware that we have our own rhythm. Mm. And uh, so I would encourage people to, like as it, just something you do every single day that you spend most of your day doing, but you forget to listen to the sound of is walking. Mm, so when wow. you're walking, like here, what's the rhythm of your body? Like what yes. are you, how do you, how are you functioning and moving mm, through life? Mm. And I, I would be curious to know like, man, if are those rhythms that we have already been built with that God has put in us, are those, is that some of the music that we connect to more? Mm. You know, am I a person who's here or are some of, some of us walking like, yeah. you know, I feel attacked, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm convicted. So, so just that, like, yeah. you know, like how uh, I think even we've, we, it's, there's so much noise around us. Absolutely. You forget to just like pause to listen to those things in life. Like. So that's a simple thing. Like listen to your listen to you walking. Wow. Man, I don't even want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa's just taking these like basic concepts, just making I them know. so awesome. Yeah. Um no, as I mean, as our worship pastor and as someone who cares deeply just about the formation and how we see God through this medium, uh, I just thought of a really simple challenge for everyone that you'd find one song about God's imminence, mm. his closeness. Uh, that he's that Jesus is not only our savior, but he's our friend, right? right? And he's our teacher to walk that walks with us. And then one song about God's transcendence, mm-hmm. that he's the Lord of all creation, that he is the sustainer and creator of all things. So for me, like I have a song right now that I've been really listening to and pressing into. It's like 15 minutes, so it's great for some quiet time, but it's Communion by Maverick City, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's uh, take me back to the first time that I met you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like you are closer, closer than my skin. Mm-hmm. Like this is where I'm meant to be in your presence. Really a great song of intimacy, right, with Jesus. Uh, and then there's a song, So Will I, by Hillsong United, yep. that literally, you know, it, it's got a lot of words in it, yeah. and it's awesome, but it talks about that he is the the God that wove all of creation yes. together, mm-hmm. and then the very fact that Jesus, right, on the very hill that he created, he later went to go yeah. die. Yeah. And then, you know, like, it's basically a response that, wow, if if the stars were made to worship, if creation sings your prayer, like, so will I, yes. you know? So, so a song about God's imminence and a song about God's transcendence. That's so good, man. Man, well, the only thing I could come up with <laughs> was actually just one of my, my favorite, my own, like, favorite personal moment of Worship and Wonder this season was being up in uh, Flagstaff or Prescott or wherever we were, and the song So Will I, so will I came on. And, like, I had, like, I was playing two or three songs, and I was like, all right, I got to go do stuff. And then the last song was So Will I. And I'm standing amidst the forest with all these trees and these rocks. And then that line, if the rocks cry out in silence, so will I. And I just was moved to tears. And I'm like, if you ask my wife, I'm pretty emotionally detached, unfortunately. But I I was just like a wreck when that came on. So, yeah, dude, go 
kind of like what Brandon was saying, like find a song, a worship song, or just a song that moves you that talks about like you know, relationships or something. Mm-hmm. Sing a song, sing that song with yeah. your partner or your friend. Go yeah. like whatever that song is talking about that moves mm-hmm. you. Go, go do that and sing that song. Participate mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. We need to get Jordan some Brian McKnight so he can get some oh, I love Brian. I'll be there. <laughs> if you want to cry, I got some songs. Those are all great yeah. suggestions. Um, Jordan, one of the things that you said earlier that I was thinking about was like, if I'm being honest, I have probably used sound and music and podcasts and all these sorts of things to kind of fill the space instead mm-hmm. of uh, maybe you know, appreciating the gift of like what's around me and maybe mm. even some of the thoughts that got stirring in my head. And mm. so mm. Um, I think one of the things, especially as fall comes back around and we, we can actually go outside again and mm. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> not melt away. A hundred and yeah. yes. <laughs> like on some of my runs, I think I just want to leave the headphones at home. Mm. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. listen to mm-hmm. like what God is doing in nature, right? Mm-hmm. With the birds singing, um, with the true, the cars passing by, mm-hmm. with the all the just the different sounds that are just are there, you know, yeah. in creation. I think, um, I think, yeah, I think personally, I've I've tried to use sound a lot of times to just think about something else rather yeah. than the things that are stirring on my heart. So that's one of the ways I would I would encourage you if you're one of those people like me. Um, maybe try leaving your headphones um, at home on your next walk and um, see maybe mm-hmm. some of the things that God stirs in your heart. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So, so grateful for each one of you guys. And I'm grateful always to be able to talk about God's good gift of music. I hope that however you're engaging um, worship and wonder in this next season, that um, whether it's the soundtrack of nature or your favorite song, um, that God would just continue to just make his transcendence and eminence known to you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the All of Life podcast. To get more information on Redemption Church Tempe, you can download the Redemption Tempe app, or you can send an email to tempe at redemptionaz.com.